0: Welcome to Give Me the TLDR. Chapter 5, Riddles in the Dark. The TLDR. Bilbo wakes up alone, starts walking, and finds a ring on the ground. He is discovered by Gollum, and they play a riddle game for Bilbo's life. Bilbo wins, finds out the ring makes him invisible, and then makes it out of the mountain. The longer breakdown, Bilbo wakes up like insanely concussed. It's pitch black and there is nobody around. Sometimes I wake up in my own bed with outside light shining in and I'm not sure where I am. So I cannot imagine the terror of not being able to see a thing when you wake up. So Bilbo starts crawling around, not exactly sure of which way to even go. He eventually feels a ring on the floor and just slides it into his pocket. Quote, it was a turning point in his career, but he did not know it, end quote. This feels unfair that this is a career definer, when obviously this should mark his career with an asterisk. Like, this is saying that getting bit by a spider marks Spider-Man's career as a career definer. Or when Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil. I don't know, this is not merely catching a break or your garage band getting called up to open for a legendary band. Regardless of terminology, this is a big turning point for Bilbo. Next thing Bilbo does is reach for his pipe and tobacco, which is really chill. He realizes he doesn't have matches before then, and then realizing also that sparking out probably wouldn't be a good idea anyways, due to the fact that he's running for his life away from goblins and completely alone. We're not yet at the smoke if he got him stage, I guess. Bilbo takes a peek at his little dagger and sees that it's glimmering blue. So he confirms that it is an elven blade as well really what a haul at the troll cave he also can tell the goblins aren't too close but also not completely gone by how bright the blade is the light of the blade plays hot and cold for goblin proximity which is insanely convenient bilbo keeps trucking along now and this time with a little bit of light from the blade he's not really sure about where he's going but generally just following the main path slightly downwards and not taking any side passages. Generally, I think this would be a trick, but I don't think the goblins are like Daedalus and Icarus designing an elaborate maze for the Minotaur here. They seem like A to B folks. Eventually, Bilbo comes, out, comes across some sort of body of water. He definitely did not want to go in for a few reasons. First, mainly he can't swim. Pretty big shocker that hobbits don't all know how to swim. Or you'd think it'd be like a classic lounging, hanging during the summer activity, you know, something fun to do in the Shire. I also would imagine that hobbits would, hobbits would float pretty well. But the second reason, he does not like the idea of slimy things, which I for sure get. I like the water, I can swim, but sometimes I still feel that way. He hears some dripping and figures it's a pool or lake. I'm no expert, but I have to imagine if there's dripping, then either there has to be somewhere the water is going or the water level level would consistently rise. But we don't get into that here. Then we start learning about the resident of the lake, Gollum, who is described as a, quote, small, slimy creature, end quote, not chill, Tolkien. We don't know where it came from or what he really was just yet. He had a little boat. He rowed it around the lake very well. He is an absolute master of his craft when it comes to rowing the boat. Gollum loves to eat meat. In all fairness, I don't think there are really any other options around here. It sounds like he splurges a bit whenever he can get his hands on a goblin. I, for the life of me, cannot understand how a creature of goblin size could take out a goblin still. Those things are gritty. You're telling me Gollum, invisible or not, can take out a creature without feeling pain, potentially without nerve endings, in a 20-inch neck. Okay, let's roll with it, assume this is the case. The goblins don't come around the lake much more. They get weird vibes around it. Kind of how I felt as a kid when I had to take the garbage out. When it was dark outside, I was convinced there was a monster under the car. One thing about Gollum that most probably also know is that he gets his name from a sound he makes when he swallows that sounds like Gollum, but he calls himself My Precious. Gollum sneaks on Bilbo and freaks Bilbo out. Bilbo flips around with his bite-sized dagger, kind of freaks Gollum out too. So they're at a standstill. Gollum asks Bilbo who he is. And Bilbo not only says who he is, but reveals way too much unprompted information. Quote, I am Mr. Bilbo Baggins. I have lost the dwarves and I have lost the wizard. And I don't know where I am. And I don't want to know if only I could get away. End quote. You just don't need to share all of this. I can't believe he even stopped there. Not to harp too much on Odysseus and Cyclops, but Odysseus also overshared there and he gave the Cyclops his real name, which was the first domino in his journey being an odyssey and not just a commute. Just don't overshare is the real takeaway here. Gollum doesn't like the sword, he wants to appear friendly, he wants to figure out what to do, so he asks Bilbo if he wants to play a riddle game. Bilbo also wants to buy some time and agrees. The riddle game is just that. They both ask each other riddles. First one is, quote, what has roots as nobody sees, is taller than trees, up, up it goes, and yet never grows, end quote. Bilbo, unnecessarily cocky, goes, quote, easy, mountain, I suppose, end quote. If you're supposing and not certain, then I'd argue it could be easier for what it's worth. Gollum's like, oh, easy, cool, 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 cool. Uh, then he wants to put some stakes on the game. Then he suggests the stakes of, how about I ask you a riddle. If you don't know, I eat you. If you ask me and I don't know, I'll do something for you. Maybe I'll show you the way out or something. This is a huge red flag. The terms of this agreement, it's way worse than the contract for the adventure from chapter one it makes it looks bulletproof. Bilbo, this is an awful deal. At least give one counter. Read any book about negotiation. But Bilbo agrees immediately and starts thinking about riddles that might save him. We then have a bunch of back and forth with the riddles. No need to really run them all, TBH. A few highlights. Gollum lets us know that he has six teeth when one answer is teeth. Not sure how he's taken down goblin meat, which I'd imagine is pretty gamey with these. Bilbo also has one, uh, a riddle that goes as follows. An eye in the blue, in a blue face, saw an eye in a green face. That eye is like to this eye, said the first eye. But in a low place, not a high place. Gollum hasn't been outside for a long time and is struggling. Then realizes it's the sun on daisies. Good for him, because honestly, that riddle makes me worry that Bilbo is still very concussed. It makes no sense. The reels, I think, should be more broad to fit in with the rules of the game, but I don't know. I didn't make the rules and Gollum went with it. Gollum then has one that's, quote, alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsty, ever drinking, all in mail, never clinking. Gollum thought this was going to be a cakewalk, but Bilbo was struggling hard with it. This one legitimately is easy. So again, worried about Bilbo here. Bilbo is panicking, can't come up with the answer, and just at that moment, A fish jumps out of the water and falls right on his foot. I'm sorry, what? So then Bilbo realizes the answer is a fish. Honestly, Bilbo does not deserve to win this one. How lucky can a hobbit get? This is just such a stretch. It makes the Sesame Street, Bird and Ernie fishing skit. Hey, fishy, fishy, fishy. It makes it look realistic even. Gollum later hits Bilbo with another. It's about things being devoured by something. Steel, beasts, mountains. Bilbo's racking his mind to think of the names of like Giants and such, which would make it more of a trivia game and not a riddle game. Again, another red flag. This is a riddle game. So Bilbo is about to get himself eaten yet again and tries to ask for more time, but only squeaks the word time. And this is the answer. Bilbo, I thought this was impossible. Bilbo gets even luckier. So that's the majority of the game. Eventually, we get to the point where Bilbo can't think of a question and is fidgeting around and feels the ring he had in his pocket. He goes, what's in my pocket to himself? But he he says it out loud. Gollum thinks it's a riddle, which again, is not close to a riddle or, or quiz even. Gollum's not pleased, but he demands three guesses. Gollum's first guess is hands, which is a pretty genius guess. Bilbo had just taken his hands out of his pockets, but I can't get over how slick this one is. If I were Bilbo, I would be sweating right now. Gollum's second guess was a knife. Not a slick Gollum. I mean, pretty decent guess, but you just blew a third of your guesses on a long shot. That's like coming in hot on Wordle with a random guess with like a B and a Q before narrowing down the vowels. Third guess was, quote, string or nothing, end quote. So first off, this is two guesses. Bilbo calls this out too, but the nothing guess sure is slick. Gollum is like in a boardroom would be a force to be reckoned with. The string piece, now we're splitting hairs here though. Like if Bilbo's pockets have some fabric that came off, is that kind as a string? Um, if something was fraying? I, mean, I just hope that pocket is well stitched. Bilbo is so relieved though that Gollum didn't get it. He won, but is still worried. He knew, of course, that the riddle game was sacred and of immense antiquity, and even wicked creatures were afraid to cheat when they played it, but he felt he could not trust the slimy thing to keep any promise at a pinch. Feels like the knife fight in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. In a knife fight or riddle game, really there are no rules. So for the time being, though, Gollum is going to humor Bilbo and tell him that he'll lead him out, but he has to go get something first. Gollum pops out to his little island to, plot twist, get the ring that's in Bilbo's pocket. Quote, he wanted it because it was a ring of power, and if you slip that ring on your finger, you are invisible, end quote. This ring's no joke. He's going to plan to use it to sneak up on Bilbo and eat him. Gollum had actually just been rocking it a few hours back. He took down a little goblin. Apparently, he also already ate most of it already, Gollum's stomach would be huge at this point. What sort of metabolism does he have? Also, on his diet, Gollum must have insane gas. Originally, I was thinking Gollum would have done really well on Alone, but he has no food rationing skills. I don't think he'd make it in the Arctic Wilderness. Well, Gollum figures out the ring isn't out there on his island and absolutely loses his composure. He's screaming and looking for it, Eventually, rightfully so, Gollum suspects Bilbo of having it and that it's the thing actually that's in his pocket. Bilbo won't tell him what he has or really answer the riddle. Gollum's ready to rock now. Probably some heavy metal, some Pantera playing as his background music as he pops back over starts coming at Bilbo. Bilbo doesn't think he slips the ring on at this point. He's running away because while Gollum is without a doubt, Ready to commit murder. Bilbo, the consummate burglar, is running away and just trips and falls. Bilbo doesn't know that he's invisible yet, and Gollum runs right past him. This guy, Bilbo, catches more breaks than Auto Rocket. Obviously, Bilbo is confused, but figures there's only one way out, so he's going to follow Gollum, who is still trying to find him. Bilbo also realizes at this point that the ring makes him invisible. Pretty nice perk. He starts hoofing it and thinks, correctly, that Gollum might accidentally lead him out. And Gollum, because he's worried that the goblins are going to catch Bilbo on the way out and wants to find him first, he starts hoofing and he's trying to get to the root, to the back door, as soon as possible. Guess there's a back door to the mountain? Gollum's hustling. He's flip-flapping with Bilbo being really quiet behind him. Gollum is counting out the passages and making his way downtown. Finally they get to get to the place that's close to the back door, but the limit of where Gollum will go. Gollum smells the goblins, he knows he can't go farther, so he just decides to wait. Bilbo doesn't know how to get past Gollum now because Gollum's in the way. Gollum has since since smelt Bilbo. He hears any movement at all. Bilbo at this point has one shot, one opportunity. As David Lee Roth might say He might as well jump. Quote: No great leap for a man, but a leap in the dark. Straight over Gollum's head he jumped. Seven feet forward and three in the air. End quote. These numbers are off the charts. The fast twitch muscle fibers that Bilbo just recruited here, they are insane. This is like Michael Jordan dunking from the free throw line. Bilbo makes it over Gollum, lands, takes off in a sprint. So we think we're through it all. Bilbo's sprinting but really all that happened is Gollum's yelling and blowing up Bilbo's spot. Bilbo finally rounds the final corner. He sees daylight, but also finds a bunch of fully armored goblins. The ring had been taken off briefly and the goblins see him. He fires that ring back up so quickly though he hides. There's a bunch of commotion with the goblins looking for him. Bilbo keeps trying to hype himself up to make a run for it. Finally, Bilbo goes forward. He slips through the legs of a captain. Not sure if there's like a military distinction for this captain or it just means lead goblin. I guess the latter, I can't really imagine medal ceremonies for them. Rhi gets through him, goes through all the legs, tries to slip out the stone door that only has a little crack, little bit of opening. He's just squeezing, can taste freedom. He's stuck though. Goblin see some weird shadows in the final moments. Bilbo just makes it. Buttons fly everywhere. The goblins tried chasing for a few, but they hate the sun. They're probably both worried about like skin damage, as well as it, I guess it makes their, quote, legs wobble and their heads giddy, end quote. Actually sounds really fun. If I were a goblin, I would be microdosing the sun. Like, I'll tell you that much. So Bilbo ends up getting away, and that's it for the chapter. On to the quotes. When talking about the lake, there's a quote. Quote, there are strange things living in the pools and lakes in the heart of the mountains fish whose fathers swam in goodness only knows how many years ago and never swam out again while their eyes grew bigger and bigger and bigger from trying to see in the blackness also there are other things more slimy than fish end quote charles darwin would be livid this is the opposite of how evolution would work The fish obviously can't see and you're telling me that the ones who have bigger eyes and not other senses becoming more honed in those would be the ones reproducing more this is insane later gollum at one point uh, he lists out the things that he keeps in his pockets quote he thought of all the things he kept in his own pockets fish bones goblins teeth wet shells a bit of batwing sharp stone to sharpen his fangs on and other nasty things a few things here. First off, excellent list of things to keep in your pocket. Wet shells? Would that be because he's in the water all the time? Why are they wet? And why aren't the other things wet? I guess it's a weird descriptor there. And then also, can you just imagine Gollum with a bat wing? Is this like a rabbit's foot for good luck? Is, or is he a modern day Batman? Just absolutely silly. Then he also has a stone to file and sharpen his teeth you're telling me a creature with six teeth is filing those six teeth down ultimately having less and less the more he does he's going to be just gums in no time the other thing i want to call out is in the first edition tolkien didn't know he was going to be writing lore of the rings so this wasn't a ring of power just yet and it hadn't driven Gollum completely crazy so this chapter in particular is very different the original stakes for the riddle game, in fact, in the first edition, were drastically different. After the mountain question, Gollum says, quote, does it guess easy? It must have a competition with us, my precious. If precious asks and it doesn't answer, we eats it, my precious. If it asks us and we don't answer, we gives it a present, Gollum, end quote. Really awful deal still. But Gollum was offering up a present. He was offering up his ring here. Gollum willingly is going to give up his ring, and eventually, when he can't find it, and he tells Bilbo about it, Bilbo's like, "Ah, that would have been really cool." I mean, it's in Bilbo's pocket at this time, but I guess you'll have to show me out then. Instead, Gollum tells him on the way out how the ring works. Bilbo's just like, "Wow, that's legit. It would be really cool if we could find this ring." Uh, finally, Gollum gets him to the final passage and goes, "Quote: Here's the passage. It must squeeze in and sneak down." We doesn't go with it, my precious. We doesn't go, Gollum. End quote. So Gollum doesn't want to go with him, but he gets him to that point um, and is willingly showing him the way out, although pretty mad still. And it was going to eat Bilbo if Bilbo lost. Really interesting to see how the first edition and then the new ones after the rewrite with Lord of the Rings, how it changes things. That's it for this week. Join us next week, and we'll see if Bilbo finds his way back to the dwarves.